afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope everything is good in your world. Um, I'm recording out of Lagos, Nigeria, and we have the weirdest weather. You know, it seems like the Hamatan waves, like a dry dust wind thing, which usually happens like January, December, is back again. You know, that's like having winter coming back, you know, so anyways but it's a nice um respite from the heat that we've had the past two weeks anyway this morning i'm musing on something that um, happened to me from yesterday and um one of the so i guess if you if you have listened to this podcast if you have been listening to me on this podcast if you're not a first timer you would know that i talk a lot about the holy spirit I do because I have, um, I have a relationship with him. You know, he's not just a. And if you notice, I call him a him. He's not an it. So he's a person. He's one of the three in the Godhead. And I, I, I've always, I've developed a relationship with him because I, I've wanted to. Um, I, how this all started was when I was like when I first gave my life to Christ as a teenager. I noticed that you know I came in contact with Benny Hinn's books, Pastor Benny Hinn in the U.S. And I noticed that he talked about the Holy Spirit like a real person. I also noticed in the Bible that he seemed to be, you know, I was just fascinated. I was drawn to this whole Holy Spirit, you know, and, you know, the whole concept of the Holy Spirit, you know, the comforter sent back to us. I said in previous musings that when I gave my life to Christ, it was because I was looking for a father figure. So I was fascinated and drawn by the member of the Godhead that is on earth. Because the truth is, is he's actually here. He's here. <laughs> you know, he's in heaven, but he's also here. Jesus is physically here. His spirit, we can, you know, he's here by the blood and all of that. But the Holy Spirit is here. I know that doesn't make sense, but yes, he is. When Jesus went back to the um, to, to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit back. So the Holy Spirit's ministry is ongoing now. And it's going to be ongoing until Jesus returns. Jesus' ministry on earth has ended, or rather is, has been passed on to the church. So we are now, you know, in the church phase and we're carrying on his ministry from the time of the Acts of the Apostles. He commissioned the church. Matthew 28 verse um, 18 to 20 talks about that. So we are now carrying on his ministry and then he gave us the Holy Spirit to help us in that ministry. So the church of Christ, that by the power of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're all in this phase together. So, I, anyway, I got drawn to the whole Holy Spirit, um, um, you know, to just to the person of the Holy Spirit, and I desired to have a relationship with Him. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, and then you know, I just I started reading Benny Hinn's book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. I was like, wow, you know, he talked about how um, the relation experiences that he had, and then. When you read Benny Hinn's books in those days, he would always talk about Catherine Kuhlman, who was a great woman of God. And when Catherine Kuhlman, if you've listened to any of her uh, messages or watched her on video, there's a few clips about her on the internet. Her experience of the Holy Spirit was something else. And in fact, she would say to people, he's more real to me than anything that I see. He's more real to me than those of you standing in front of me. And when, you, when she spoke, she had such a presence, a powerful presence. You could just tell that there was a relationship with the Holy Spirit that was different from what every other person in the audience had experienced. And when you see the lives of the apostles as well, you can sort of sense that 
disciples knew him in a different kind of way. I mean, there was one of them, was it Philip, who was carried away by the Spirit from one place, as in he moved, the Holy Spirit transported him from one place to the other. You know, all of them, you could see that there was just, they were in a different space. Fine. So, well, I, I, I don't expect that I'll get to the level of the apostles, but I've sort of developed that relationship with him. And one thing about God is when he says, that scripture that says, draw near unto God, and he will draw near to to you is very true because that's what happened immediately the lord saw that i had that desire to be closer to the holy spirit he responded to that i mean that's really the way i see god god is he doesn't force himself on people but when you seek him you will find him it's the same thing with you know jesus also talked about ask and you shall seek ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock and the door shall be opened so that has been my experience so i've developed a relationship with the holy spirit and in the process um he's gifted me with certain things so there's certain things that happen in my life certain things that people see it's the gift of the spirit so there are some gifts of the spirit operating in my life but i don't talk about it a lot because it's not necessary but i do talk about the holy spirit sometimes i'm shy to talk about it because i feel it may look like I'm trying to say that I'm one spiritual person, but this is not really about being spiritual. It's not something you attain. God gifts it. And First Corinthians 12 talks a lot about that. Um, the Holy Spirit just gives the gifts and he gives it as he wills. So you can't pick and choose and say, oh, I want this one or I want that one. And even the operation of the gifts is not in your control. So sometimes, like for instance, um, in my case, some of the gifts that operate, you can't turn it off and on. And that's a lot of things that, some of the things that people are not told. So people, when they see a gift operating in your life, they think you can switch it on. They come to you at every time, you know, and then they expect that, oh yes, you have that gift. Oh yeah, see, what is God telling you? But you don't, you can't switch it on and switch it off. And when people, anybody that pretends that is within their control, they have moved into error. It's not, that's not the way it is. So sometimes God reveals things. Sometimes for some reason, it's not revealed. And when it's not revealed, there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? But when it's revealed, it's revealed and you know. So depending on what kind of gift you have, like I said, First Corinthians 12 talks a lot about those gifts. There are different types um, of gifts. So yesterday, and so what happens is because I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, I can tell when he's not happy with me. And how do I know? I don't know. I get this horrible feeling. It's horrible. I feel it like, and it doesn't happen immediately, but it's very shortly after. I can tell he's grieved. I can tell he's unhappy with me. Oh gosh, it's such a horrible feeling because I'm not like, oh God, what did I do? And you know, it's the same thing when you have a relationship with, you're in a relationship with somebody that you're very close to. So whether it's a spouse or, you know, that kind of thing. You can, when, even when they're not telling you that they're upset with you, you, if you are someone who is really, you are really attentive in that relationship, you will know. But you, you may not know what you did that got the person upset. But then you, you want to make it better. So, ah, whenever it happens to me, it's really horrible. Because I know, my goodness, I've messed up. Because the Holy Spirit, he's sensitive, but he's not, um, I don't know how to explain it. He's sensitive, but he's also long-suffering somehow. So, when he's grieved, it's usually something you've done that is really, really bad spiritually. You know what I'm saying? And what grieves the Holy Spirit is not even the kind of things you would think. It's those sins of of um, commission, sins of the heart. So let me just explain what happened. 
So I, I got that feeling. I knew that, oh my goodness, what have I done? And most of this grieving of the Holy Spirit, I've noticed that it happens when I speak to people. It's usually because of something I said. In fact, in all the cases I can remember that happened in the last one year, it wasn't something that I did. So it wasn't like, oh, I... It was always around conversations. You know, now that I think about it, it wasn't really like, oh, I was... I, I did something, you know, evil or wicked to somebody. I treated somebody badly. It's hardly ever that. There's even no opportunity for such in my life, really. You know, there's almost no opportunity apart from one case. In fact, it's always usually about what I say. 99.9% of the time. So I had had a conversation with some people where they had asked me some questions. So some people had called me up and were discussing politics and certain things. And there was a particular person who called and he was probing and probing. In fact, all the red flags were going off and I didn't know. I'm, I'm not beginning to realize that there's some people who who are almost beginning to use me in a way that that is not what God wanted me to that, that's not what this gift is about and I need to be mindful of that um, so what is happening to me is that I so professionally I I don't know how to explain this I, I have this um, so professionally I advise people about things and about situations and you know also in the to some extent in, in the current affairs space so I have some, there's some people I know who are very active in that space, in a political sense. And I think some of them have picked up on the fact that, okay, it's like this, this babe seems to know things, you know. So the, I have now noticed, it's just, this is a recent realization. I've now noticed that um, people call me to get a sense of, okay, how are things going to go? What, what am I hearing? What am I sensing? And the sense I'm getting now is that I should, I need to be more alert around those things and not respond. Be careful about the conversations I lend my voice to. I think that's the way I put it. Because what happens, and I'm still, as you can see, I'm still trying to, I'm trying to articulate it because I can't. I myself, I'm, I'm thinking as I'm talking. So, okay, let me backtrack a bit. So, what happens in my life is that. I have two tracks running at any point in time in my life. There's the intellectual track. I read a lot. I read a lot. I'm in school as I'm speaking to you. I'm doing a master's program. It's very strenuous, but I'm going to see it to the end. And when I finish, I'm very likely to go back to school again. I'm very intellectual and academic in my approach to life. That's why I like the Bible, because God is also intellectual and academic in his approach to his word. So we are both... um, we are, we are students, we are both intellectual in that sense, I like it God likes to be questioned, he likes to answer questions, he likes to explain things he wouldn't have given us a, this elaborate book if he was not a, an intellectual kind of God he likes to spell things out, I mean when you look at the instructions he gave to Moses, why didn't he just give him a one pager or a summary and say okay go and say no more but he, I mean so much detailed instructions, I'm like wow so much effort you know and, and all that and even in the New Testament that was supposed to be simpler which it is there was also a lot of explanation a lot of context, a lot of narrative a lot of you know God just explaining things and I'm a communications consultant by profession I understand that because that is the only way that human beings can engage with your message they need to understand why what is being asked of them why it has been so, how we got to this point, what is 
the future going to be like? What's in it for me? Who are you? Why should I believe you? <laughs> Where did you come from? You that is even delivering me this message, you know, yeah, and all of that. So, and what about my own life? How does it fit into this narrative? So, that is all what the Bible is explaining. And I love that. I love that context. I love, love, love it. And I love that I'm born in this time when all of this material is available. And I, I wasn't born earlier on before when it was only a little bit of it. So anyways, that's an aside. So that's, so I have that intellectual side. Then I also have the Holy Spirit side. So many times when I'm speaking, I am speaking sometimes through the intellectual side sometimes with both tracks running and I've, and yesterday i had a conversation with someone or the day before yesterday i was called up with somebody and i was trying to explain this phenomenon but i described the second side as the as intuition i repeated it in that conversation then in another conversation with another friend i repeated i re- re- relayed that conversation and i also referred to that second track as intuition by the second day, I started really feeling, I started feeling somehow, and I was like, Holy Spirit, what did I do wrong? It took me a while before I could get to the place where I could hear him and what he was saying. And what he more or less said to me was that, first of all, you shouldn't have had that conversation with that person. You should know, don't get yourself into those situations. I've, you know, he, he just started talking to me a bit more about his presence in my life, his gifts in my life, and me being more aware of the fact that the gifts are given for the edification of the church and I just need to be careful about using it in the wrong spaces. So fine. I or even getting myself in fact, yeah. So I he's giving me a check about that. So there's a particular person and I was sensitive when I was talking to this person, but you know, you just feel okay, you know, it's not a big deal, but he's you know. And that's another thing. When you're working with the Holy Spirit, you you can't his perspective is different and you just have to walk it ah lord it's sometimes it's it it can be very you know because sometimes he his view on things is is um you know anyway it's different and um, eventually you'll see what he's saying but you just have to trust him you know when he's telling you those things so particularly if you are working with him and you are working in the power of his gifts if you don't want him to to leave you or to you know to 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 move back or something so anyways um i referred it to it as intuition so he now explained to me that i that that was wrong that that is not intuition you're not working don't talk about me as though i or the gifts that you have as though it is something that is natural intuition you know that everybody has or you know a natural although even intuition comes from god he said but no it's a gift of the spirit and then he started explaining to me over you know reminding me of how this started and how it's been true he said it's the gift of the spirit so if you it's either you, you nobody forced you to talk about it i didn't tell you to talk about it but if you must talk about it don't call it in, in, intuition and in fact he was saying if you must talk about me don't censor me if you want to talk about if you want to talk about the gift don't censor me out of the conversation and don't name me mislabel me which is what I did. I called it intuition. So it's almost like, and I and I believe why he was saying this is because a part of it is, so it's like excluding God and bringing myself in. So you know, Luciferian spirits. So I started wondering that. First of all, I was very, I felt very bad. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I didn't mean it. Although I asked myself, 
is that really correct so i didn't mean it why would i call it intuition that's my first time of even use using that word i don't understand why i use that word because i know it's not intuition you know so he said to me you know no don't do that don't do that again and i i really felt very bad and i said okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm really sorry forgive me i i really wish i would stop making these mistakes i i find that i i i just know i don't know maybe it's part of my growth journey but i would like it that like on this point i would wish that this would be the last time i'll be corrected on this so what i did i then went back to one of my friends because i'd had two conversations the first one i'm not going back to him but I, because that one is the conversation that he said i should be very wary of that person so i'm staring clear because i've 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 seen and he warned me you know some of the things he, he the person came with an ulterior motive and was going to relay a lot of what i've said for the dark side you know and I, I can't i can't explain more than that but let's just say that you know he was yeah and i sensed it but you know anyway so um so anyways he 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 so i i wrote back to one of my friends the other friend and said i just needed to correct this the holy spirit rebuked me about this when i we had the conversation earlier i i referred to the second you know i referred to something that i called intuition but it's not intuition and i know it's not intuition it's the gift of the spirit it's the gift of discernment it has been operating in my life for the past 10 years before i started operating actually the lord did say to me i am going to start i am giving you the gift he the, um, the gift of discerning of spirits you're going to start working in it there was a word that came and when the word came, in fact, this was about 15 years ago. When the word came, I thought, what does he mean? Does he mean I'm going to be seeing, <laughs> you know, evil spirits and that kind of thing? What I didn't realize was that it, it was a gift to be able to discern the human spirit. So the intent of people, the, the, all the information that is normally hidden from people, God was, he was that gift was coming with that um, ability to discern the 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 spirit of people so people you're just being able to tell what was going on in their life so sometimes I, I see people i can tell i can almost see their past i can see certain things about their present i can tell when people have very evil ulterior motives it doesn't happen with everybody but when it comes it does come sometimes it shows up when i when i look at photos and, it, and like i said i wasn't born with it i didn't grow up with it but it was gifted to me and the, a, a word came before the gift so as it came i know it's from god because god spoke to me about it and so even though so for the first 10 years it was mostly around discerning the human spirit now in this last few years these evil spirit the aspect started manifesting but initially was only about the human spirit almost nothing about that other side so it's actually the gift of the spirit and i know it but to package it in a acceptable way, I called it intuition, so that people don't say oh, I was talking to people who are not unbelievers and who are not, you know, one of them is an unbeliever, the person that, the, and the other one is, you know, is is a Christian but in a different, um, well, let's just say, we, yeah, but he's a Christian, anyways. So he said I, that first of all, I shouldn't have been having that conversation with that person because he had already given me enough. Um, sensing to know that this wasn't a pure and sincere this was not a conversation that was initiated based on pure motives that there were evil motives behind that call he had given me that let me just say i don't use the word intuition again but he'd given me that sense 
and I should have been careful of what I was saying. And even when I was saying it, I, I probably said more than I should have. But I even made the greater whatever of now calling him, mislabeling him, and the gift. So I said, okay, fine, Lord. So he said I shouldn't bother going back to that person, but that I should more or less stay away from that relationship. And that's what I'm going to do. So the scripture that comes to my mind here, and even though this may not sound as though it's very applicable to what I'm experiencing, what I've described, but well, it's the most, it's the closest. So Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 says, Let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building up the one in need and bringing grace to those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Hmm. Okay, so this actually is more relevant than I thought because this also shows that unwholesome talk is more or less what grieves the Holy Spirit. And honestly, that's what I've found in my life. It's funny, you know, these musings are really funny because this was me musing on this and just discovering that as I was speaking. And then I go into the scripture that I thought was not relevant and it actually is more relevant than I realized. Most of the time, when I grieve the Holy Spirit, it's not something I did. It's something I said. And that's so bizarre. <laughs> and this is why, you know, like I said, I am my entire journey in this current phase of my life is about bridging the gap between what the Bible says about God, about the Word, about Jesus, about redemption, about life, bridging that gap and um, bridging, bridging, bridging that gap and bringing my life closer to what the Word of God says about me. I mean, about, about how I should live. So, you can imagine most of the time as Christians, you, you would hear more sermons talking about sin in the context of things that you do. But the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, the only member of the Godhead that is here, the one that we are warned not to grieve, it is what I say, unwholesome talk. Talk. That's how the um, the Bible describes it. That, 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 that's what grieves him. And he says we should not grieve him because he's the one that seals us onto the day of redemption. The day of redemption, I think, would be the day when everything, you know, when God consummates everything and, you know, our bodies, all of that. In fact, and I, I want to see the different versions of unwholesome talk. So, New International Version says, okay, uses unwholesome talk. Some say foul or abusive language. Some says no corrupting talk. Um, King James says no corrupt communication. American Standard Bible says no unwholesome word. So, you know, and then unwholesome word, it says foul, profane, worthless, vulgar words. But it now says, but only what is good for building up someone in need so that it may give grace to those who hear. It now also says, let no hateful words, stop all your dirty talk. Don't say anything that will hurt another person. Hmm, hmm. Don't use harmful words. Yeah, so f- no foul language. So, yeah, so everything here is anything that is deceitful, that is mischievous, that is corrupt, that is a misrepresentation, that is a lie, that is self-serving, 
that is not life-giving or the contrary to life-giving or unwholesome. So in this case, I think I think what I said was self-serving. It was also a false representation. It was deceitful. Even though you may say it's a harmless deceit, but not from the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Because dig into the motives. Why did I call him intuition? Why did I separate him, cut him out of it, and call him and say it was intuition? Which, by the way, everybody has some more intuitive. But everybody has some level of intuition. Even animals have intuition. Whereas, it's what I was referring to is definitely not intuition because I wasn't born with it. I didn't also grow up with it. It was gifted to me by the Holy Spirit. So, these are the subtle things that come into our lives that separate us from God. And also, you know, honestly take us to a place that we may end up not being happy to if we get there so i'm just going to leave it here you know and it's just really and uh, i'm just going to leave it there so thank you very much for listening god bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen